0: happy monday everybody hope you had a great weekend with your friends and family and so excited that you are back here to kick off another week with us here on the be our guest podcast it's monday so that means it's time for a great trip report let's head down to walt disney world with listener diana from edwardsville illinois and we talk about her trip with extended family they stayed at the polynesian villas and had a rough start to the trip they were at the airport and their flight was canceled so what did they do? They jumped in the car for the 15-hour drive to Florida. So hear about those hijinks. And then we talk about times in the theme parks with the two daughters that are both uh, five and seven. Great times on the attractions. They took a VIP tour. Great meals at places like Ohana, Crystal Palace, Sci-Fi dine and Chef Mickey's, Beaches and Cream, and more. We go all over property and have a great discussion about a really fun trip to Walt Disney World. Don't forget, today's podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Just swing by the website, fill out the free, no obligation quote form, and we'll get you the best price out there and make that trip as magical as possible. Check them out today over at The Magic for Less. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BRGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over, Patreon.com. Slash, be our guest podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2185 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and had a lot of fun with your friends and family. And this is that show every year that it may have come out an hour too soon. It may have come out an hour too late. Because when we go to publish these episodes, it always asks me UTC. And I always forget, okay, do we is our UTC now that we've changed the time? Is it uh, minus six hours in St. Louis, minus eight hours? I don't know. It always guess And so some years I get it right and it stays consistently and comes out at nine o'clock Eastern like it's supposed to. Some years I screw it up and it comes out at a weird time. So it hopefully got this show at least at some point by now. And you're ready to have a great Monday and yeah, by 3.30 this afternoon, welcome to dark. It's going to be crazy, but hey, more time to listen to podcasts and more time to uh, to get together and talk Disney. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to have a fun trip report and we're headed to a destination very close to the BR guest podcast studios right across the river in Edwardsville, Illinois, another suburb here of St. Louis. We have Diana joining us today. Diana, thanks for coming on the
1: show yeah thanks for having me i'm excited to be here
0: glad to have you here and uh, like i mentioned you're over in edwardsville which you know i always uh, big high school football fan you guys over there have a high school powerhouse football team as well i don't know if you're a big fan of that but you you do you guys are good
1: (laughs) yeah well i really don't know much about the high school my kids are little but i moved here to go to siue and i want to add this fun fact i met ricky at SIUE. We lived in the same dorm together freshman year.
0: That's what I was gonna say, Ricky. Yeah. Well, they're probably the most famous SIUE graduate. at <laughs> no, l- least in these circles. Yeah, she's uh she's from over there. What's Cougars? Is that the mascot? Maybe. Yeah, that's Cougars. right. Cougars, look at that. Yes, yes. So that's very cool. All right. So besides SIUE, Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville, what might your kind of corner of the world be known for? Because I know there's a town near you called Collinsville. And if we right. found somebody from Collinsville, they would have to talk about. The big ketchup, the ketchup bottle, bottle like yeah. water tower thingamajig, you know. So anything because I used to play Legion Ball in Edwardsville all the time. But is there anything Edwardsville's known um, for?
1: I feel like Edwardsville has a great downtown. We're one of the oldest towns in Illinois. It's a great. Place. <laughs> Other than that, I always think of a Sayui. Yeah, yeah that's
0: true. It's it's a great great town there, mm-hmm. Edwardsville, Collinsville. It's a great little area there, Metro East. Okay, so. Let's talk about your history with Disney and your friends yeah. with your friends with Ricky, so you're already, right. you know, <laughs> friends with a celebrity there. So uh she's you know, can't believe she's getting ready to be a mom. Oh That's, I know,
1: I'm so excited. How's that?
0: Just real quick, I'll have you on here. I know we're on yeah. the show here, but I, I love that for you know, cause I have a 20 today's my oldest birthday, she's 26. Yeah. My youngest is a freshman in high school, so all that baby stuff is way behind me. So I am loving the fact that now Ricky's going to have to get up like at four o'clock in the morning and do the <laughs> bottles and the diapers and all that stuff because she's always like, ah, I get up like at ten. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> Every time I hear her talk about going to the parks late, I'm like, enjoy sleeping in while you can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh,
0: and she's in the chat, so there we go. We're talking yeah. about her. Her Hi, ears Ricky. Were burning, so she is here. So we better stop talking about her. Okay. And I'm
1: excited for Ricky and Brian. You guys are going to do awesome. <laughs>
0: oh. They're gonna be great parents. Okay, so give us your history with uh, Disney other than knowing the famous Ricky Niblet.
1: Yeah, so I'm from one of those families that just grew up going to Disney almost every year. So my parents always took us on our vacations um, and we always drove from Illinois all the way down to Florida. Um, so I grew up with original Epcot. So I love, I have all the nostalgia for the original Figment ride, Horizons, all the original epcot attractions were our favorite um so yeah i'm one of those lifelong disney people
0: so you and ricky have that in common obviously <laughs> i mean the figment thing like she oh yes anything we figment she figment. goes a little crazy mm-hmm. over so you you've made the because i used to drive down there. i was scared to fly yeah. for years and years so we'd drive down uh did you ever have like a famous i just since we obviously drove the same mm-hmm. route any famous stops along the way like we always stopped at Paducah, Kentucky to fuel up. Yes. That was like our always first stop. And then
1: Same you know, here. Chattanooga
0: yeah. was always a stop for us or, you know, yes. Northern Georgia kind of thing. It yeah. So we say. always
1: did Paducah. We'd stop at a little rest stop called White Haven, which okay. was like this little old mansion. Yep. yep. And then I've we we always did Chattanooga as well. And we'd go to like um, Nickajack Lake. There's a little rest mm-hmm. area with a yep. really pretty view. Yep. Yeah.
0: I kind of miss the- I hate <laughs> to say it because I haven't driven in probably the last... Seven or eight years, because I finally got to the point where my back just couldn't take it anymore. And so I found like, I'm just suck it up, buttercup, drink a couple margaritas and get on the plane, Mike. Everybody in the world flies, but you, everybody makes it. My dad works for the Rams. He flies all over the country all the time. Mm-hmm. He, you know, everybody flies. Like I got to get over this. So I finally did. And now I love flying, but I do miss, like you mentioned the Nickajack Lake and, yeah. and, and like driving through the, uh, you know, the mountains there at, mm-hmm. between like Nashville and, and Chattanooga. Right at sunrise because we'd leave it, you know, kind of in the evenings, and then you know get there in the morning, and it was just, it's such a beautiful part of the country. But then again, Georgia lasts forever oh, when yes. you're driving. Yeah, so I, I like getting there in two and a half hours. <laughs>
1: yes, I totally agree, and I will say, you know, growing up we always did the drive, so it's something I was used to. I know the route really well. Um, I've only flown a couple times, but this last trip in March, we were supposed to fly. That was our plan, and this was back over. Spring break when all the flights kept getting canceled, and our flight was canceled, and we did this very spontaneous road trip where we drove unexpectedly with two small children. <laughs> and after that drive, I can say I'm done. I don't want to do that drive anymore.
0: Right. Well, that's and that's why when when my youngest was really little, that yeah. was kind of where we were finished up. We would drive. We would leave here like at seven o'clock at night. That was hard on me because I drove the whole way, but she would sleep. For majority of the trip, because yeah, you know. like it would be dark, you know, and she'd sleep. My kids most did the- not oh. sleep. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> it
1: was like midnight, and we were in the middle of Georgia. It's pitch black out, and they're still awake. And we're like, "Why won't you fall asleep?"
0: Oh my gosh! we were, were so I think were they excited maybe to fly, and they were disappointed that they yes, get on the plane. they were
1: very excited to fly. I don't think they understood why we had to drive and why it took so long. And I could say I definitely appreciate my parents. And their patients you know growing up they were the ones driving i didn't have to worry about it mm-hmm. and that was my turn to be the parent with the two kids in the car and it was a totally different experience that's for sure
0: that is true. you you bond though you make yes. there's nothing like road trip <laughs> memories though because i mean seriously we yeah. we have our best disney trip mm-hmm. memories a lot of them revolve around the drive down and the it's drive true. back i yeah. mean one time we took the in-laws uh monte carlo and like some have somewhere the, the we're we're in tennessee we stopped to get fuel in the the gas pedal like it wasn't the pedal itself but the, the fuel like the the accelerator mechanism stuck like wide open so you had to like to stop you had to turn the key off and so as soon as you turn the key on it would go roar and the engine would rev so we we're trying to get home and it was just it was insane so like on star was blowing up and but i mean we had the great you know and the Mallory, brought, or Mallory Paige brought her best friend. She was getting sick in the back seat because I was yeah, driving I crazy because we we're going so fast. I mean, just stuff like that. We had so many great and Zaxby's. I miss going to Zaxby's mm-hmm. on the way down. Anyway, okay, so you went. This trip we're going to talk about was in March. So mm-hmm. let's kind of set the set the background here. So how did you put this together? Was this like every trip for the last two years? We've talked about a delayed COVID trip, or was this yes. just a trip? Oh, my God, it is. Okay. The street, Absolutely. Good. Yeah. The street continues because everybody's trip starts off with, well, this was going to be happening in you know 2020. So give, give us how this was all coming together.
1: Yeah. So our last trip was in 2018, and my girls were really little at the time, so they didn't really remember it. Um, so we had this trip booked. Just like so many people, we had it cancel it and rebook it. And we had to rebook it a couple times. We were supposed to go in December and then we moved it to March. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where we spent so long saving up for it. You know, years, right? It mm-hmm. took us almost four years. So we were able to do a lot more just because it took us longer to save up. So that was a, a really nice, you know, bonus to the the drawn out time between trips.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean exactly right. I mean you I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, you know, the, the pandemic was terrible, but a lot of folks, since you couldn't travel during the pandemic, a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of put it away. And I think that's exactly. why there's such a surge in travel right now. You know, it's mm-hmm. the media calls it like revenge travel or what have you. But it's just people have not used that budget yeah. in the past couple of years, past couple, you know, two years or so. And now is the time to get out there and see the world because you got exactly. tired of seeing your own four walls. Let me ask you though, okay, but about this trip, because you mentioned how you couldn't fly because the flight was canceled. Right. You guys were flying out of Lambert, I guess? Yes. Okay, so what was that like though, real quick? I mean, did you get to Lambert? Did you, yeah. even, I mean, like at what point did you have to make the the call? Because here, here's the thing I'm not trying to scare our runners, <laughs> yeah. but every year this happens for Marathon oh, yeah. Weekend. If you're coming from a place like St. Louis or Minnesota mm-hmm. or anywhere in the Midwest where, inevitably there's going to be a snowstorm that's like trucking through the United States. First week of January, all the runners have to get there to run. You know, you got to do the five K if you're going to do dopey, you can't miss it. And you know, there's been times where I'm like, Oh my God, like I think the flight's going to get out. But if I, if I wait too long, you know, and I and I think it's going to get out, and then it doesn't. Like, it's mm-hmm. 15 hours it takes to drive right. there. Like, it's the point of no return. So how did you guys finally decide, like, okay, this isn't going to happen because you're at the airport. So what's that right. like? Right.
1: So it was an early morning flight. I think it was about 7.50 a.m. where we were supposed to take off. So I had to wake my kids up early. We leave our house, I think, around 4.30 a.m. <laughs> so it's pitch black out. My poor little kids are tired. We get to the airport, and we get through the security line and I kid you not, as soon as I get through the security line, I get the notification on my phone <laughs> that our flight was delayed. Yeah. So first it was just, delayed um until i think around maybe 11 30 or noon so i'm thinking
0: oh man that's I, so long too
1: yes yeah, so i'm thinking i have six <laughs> hours in the airport oh, with man. a five and a seven year old what am i gonna do and
0: people have and to understand course, this is not orlando yes. international airport <laughs> like if you're flying southwest was it
1: there's nothing there yeah it was no, southwest so dude, there
0: is not much to do there's, there. nothing there's there. a burger yeah. king and a dunkin donuts and a newsstand <laughs>
1: <That's> exactly <it. laughs> and yeah. then our gate was just the furthest away so we did the longest walk ever to get to our gate I set my kids up. Luckily, we had tablets, so they're both looking on their tablets. And then about 7.30, so we'd been there maybe like an hour and a half. We get the notification that our flight was canceled. And there's just all these families around us. Everybody's panicking. There's little kids. We all get in a long, long line with Southwest to try to figure out what to do. Um, So my husband's in one line. I'm in a different line. And then my dad was with us. My dad was with the kids. Luckily, the kids were fine. They were watching their shows. And I had my sister on the phone and she's flying out the next day, actually, or on Monday. So they were going to join us a couple days later. Um, She is looking online for flights for us. So there's three of us all looking for flights. We can't find anything on that Saturday. Um, I don't think there's anything on that Sunday either. Everything's just booked up. So it's going to take us till Monday. And we're thinking there's no way we can just sit around and go home and wait until Monday. At that point, we should just drive. And so... At this point, it's maybe like 8.30 in the morning. We decide just to go get our luggage. We're going to drive, um, and that took a while. So it took a while to get our luggage back, yeah. and then we had to go get our car that was already parked. So we left St. Louis maybe around 9 a.m. Um, and my poor kids were just so confused. They were like, okay. where's the plane? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: like, okay, wait, yeah, when do we get to get on the big bird, you exactly. know? But,
1: yeah. And this thing was our flight was supposed to land in Orlando around like 10 or 11, you know. And so we were supposed to be there by that time. That's so so it was so frustrating that here we are still in St. Louis at the time we were supposed to be in Orlando. Yeah.
0: So you you left straight from the airport though to drive we to. Did. Orlando. You didn't even yep. swing by the house or anything cuz nope. you were going east. <laughs> That's crazy, okay, that's
1: very spontaneous. yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean,
0: you'll always remember the trip for that, yes, you know not definitely. it's a negative thing, but it you know, as time passes, it'll be like, haha, you know <laughs> I yeah. mean at the, at the time you're right, you're like, you're probably not yeah. even like across the Mississippi, you're like, Dude, we could exactly. we could be on the monorail at MCO right now, getting ready to get our luggage. <laughs> that's exactly how it feel. Okay, right. so that's uh glad we're we're getting past that. It's not perfect with yes. flights yet, but we're we're giving <laughs> people we're giving, people, night- we're giving yeah. people nightmares right now. Either way, just anybody's <laughs> got a flight coming up. Okay, so you guys were down for quite a while. It looks like about a week or a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, stayed at the Polynesian uh, DVC. So mm-hmm. give us give us a review of what you thought of this for. Your party that you travel with, uh, you know, yeah. dining rooms, all that stuff.
1: So the Polynesian is my favorite resort. I absolutely love it. We stayed there once when I was in high school, and we always visit there every trip. We always make a, a stop at Poly. Um, We just love the atmosphere. We love the music. We love just sitting outside, getting our pineapple dole whip at oh, the lanai. Sounds so good. <laughs> so right everything now, about so it, yeah. Good. And the rooms were fantastic. We stayed at the DVC studios. So we loved that it had a split bathroom. And then my kids loved, they both had the pull-down beds. So they just thought those were the coolest things ever. They loved the pool. I wish we would have had more time to swim in the pool because they both thought the poly pool was just amazing. Yep. yeah
0: the kid the kids pool it doesn't matter you could be a pop center you could be at all-star sports kids yes. are like pools best thing all yep. pools are cool yeah exactly It's yeah. like magic kingdom <laughs> Nah, like a rectangle pool sure yeah that's awesome that's just that how kids true. are so now are the the rooms at the uh the villas over there also mm-hmm. moana themed at this point or no
1: They're they not, were not they, no. I think they so were. they still had lilo and stitch but they were cute they were really nice but they have the yeah. pull down
0: beds those are super probably guests yes. love those yeah. things cool and um so you were how many? I didn't get your travel party. So it was yes. your family, your husband, yeah. and two kids, two daughters. Yes.
1: So I have two daughters. Um, they're fi- they were five and seven at the time. My husband. And then my dad came with us. So he drove down with us, which was nice because we had an extra driver yeah, to there help you go. us your bonus. And my, <laughs> my dad had done that drive ever since we were babies. You know, so my dad's like, I know exactly how to get there. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's like,
0: oh, I'll point out all the Nick and,
1: exactly. We can make it to
0: Nick and Jack Lake. Uh, we, you know, yeah. We're good. We got a quarter tank of gas. <laughs>
1: exactly. So it was nice having my dad with us. And then um, so my sister, her husband and my nephew came and they joined us on Monday. And then my brother also flew down. So we had the whole family there. It was really fun.
0: So it, we'll get into all the, the stuff from the trip. Let me ask why, why, why I was thinking about this is when you have the, the, the extended family there. Yeah. What, what did you learn about making that work? Because, you know, you do have a lot of folks that have a lot of different mm. ideas as to what they want to get done. What worked for you having having an extended family there all at Walt Disney World so that everybody stayed happy and everybody got what they wanted yeah. out of their vacation?
1: So I think what worked for us was the fact that we'd all gone so many times. So, you know, my sister and I, my brother and my dad, you know, we all grew up going. So we were all very familiar. Um, We know how to get around. We know what rides we want to do. So that really helped us out a lot. We know what our priorities are. And then having the little kids with us, that's really what was different. So having my kids and then my nephew. um, So we just tried to make the focus like more on what the kids wanted to do, what their priorities were. But luckily, I feel like everything went pretty well planning wise. Um, and my dad's very laid back, go with the flow. So he just kind of did whatever we wanted to do. So yeah, it worked S- out pretty well for us. Smart dad. That's
0: that time, yeah. I'm just like, it, I even tell that to Scott, like, we can go down for race weekends because he goes <laughs> with his whole family. I just go by myself. And he's always like, oh, it's almost time to make ADRs. I'm like, dude, just tag me on to whatever. Unless it's like a super fancy restaurant. I'm like, I'll just meet you afterwards. I'll go get Casey's uh, corn dog nuggets. And I'll just, you know, if you're going to be over at California Grill, I'll eat eat at Casey's. I'll meet you on the monorail or something. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things I'm just, you know, as long as I'm there, I'm happy. And you mentioned, you know, since you have been there so many times, everybody kind of knew the lay of the land. Everybody's experienced a lot of the stuff. Um did did you kinda take control of like putting all the plans together since obviously you're the one here. Yeah. Is that how that worked?
1: So I really um probably organized most of it and then when my sister joined us, she probably like co-planned everything that we did together with me. Um but yeah, I mean I feel like I'm a unofficial Disney planner because yeah. every trip we go on I kinda do take the lead. Um, and especially if I travel with my family, my sister and I usually tag team it. <laughs> it's, good.
0: it's good to have like a, like a co-conspirator yes. with Disney yeah. plans. Because, you know, it, one, to bounce ideas off, like, is this a good idea? But, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, more importantly... When you get frustrated with plans, you got to have somebody to complain with. You know, yes. like, can you believe that I couldn't get this? Exactly. I mean, somebody that gets it, you know, it's just, uh, that's what we do at Magic for Less. You know, like, when something isn't working out, like, we have a whole group that we do that with daily. Um, okay, I probably shouldn't say that, but uh, that's what we do. I mean, it's what we do as Disney fans, right? We try, and, like, oh, the system's not working today. It's killing us. Um, so you guys had five days in the theme parks. So, you took some days away from the theme parks, which I I love. I mean, especially if you're staying in Holly. So, how did that work out? Did you, do you wish you would, you kind of said earlier, I think you wish you would have had more time at the pools. Five days too many in the theme parks. Was it just about right? What what do you think?
1: So, I think five days for the theme parks worked out pretty well. And what helped us out was we had a day off in between. It's like right in the middle but I wish we would have had more time at the beginning. So that's what we missed out on since we had to drive. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to come in on Saturday. We didn't get in until Sunday. So we kind of missed that day. And I've been talking ever since then. I'm like, I need a redo. I need a day yes. just at Polly just to relax and like use all the amenities. Um, but definitely having a day off in the middle of your trip, I think is super helpful.
0: So with those five days, did you go to all four parks?
1: So we did not go to Animal Kingdom. And I am kind of... Um, biased i mean there's just not much there i enjoy and i know everybody loves flight of passage but i get motion sickness very easily so i I feel like i can't write it and then um since we had little kids in our group we were thinking magic kingdom hollywood studios epcot are just more little kid friendly
0: no i get i totally get it It, you know i'm the same way like if i go down for a weekend i'd never go to animal kingdom now it's weird because my buddy scott favorite park he loves Animal oh, Kingdom, yeah. and the thing is, when I go to Animal Kingdom, I do have a good time. I find I actually find plenty to do. There's lots of good food yeah. to eat, but I, I don't do Flight of Passage like you. I like uh, a yeah. Navi River Journey. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like a, it's a small world, but it's in right. Avatar <laughs> or whatever because I've never seen the movie. But uh, yeah, it's fun. It's beautiful to look at. Uh, let me ask you another thing that you guys did. You put in your notes here, which I really appreciate you <laughs> provided, was that you guys did a VIP tour. We get a yeah. lot of questions about this, you know, as far as the podcast, the travel agency. And just folks that I talk to in general, you know, football games, they know I'm the Disney guy or whatever. They're always like, well, if I go down there, you know, can I get a a guide to take me around? I kind of tell them, yeah, that is possible. So you did it. So what would you say to folks about that experience?
1: Oh, we thought it was amazing. And so since we did get in late, you know, we were supposed to have a full park day on that Sunday, but we didn't get to the parks this afternoon just because we had to drive. And so what helped us stay calm and like not stress out was knowing that we had booked that VIP tour because we kept thinking, we can do all our must-dos on that day. We can make sure we fit everything in then. And that really helped us not stress out on our other days. You know, So all the days that we didn't have um, the VIP tour, we did do Genie Plus on a few days. But other than that, we just didn't stress about it because we knew we could get done our priorities on our VIP tour. And the thing we loved the most was the transportation. So they picked us up from Polly
0: In in that van. Yeah. Yeah, that van was pretty sweet. It was (laughs) so nice. Yeah. And they took us
1: straight to Magic Kingdom and they drive in backstage. Mm -hmm. So you didn't have to wait in security. You didn't have to scan your bands. You didn't have to wait in lines. And they just take you right into the park. And that was just the best thing, especially with little kids. We didn't have to wait in line. We didn't have to go through all the security. Um, They also give you strollers. So that was helpful if you have little kids with you, right? Um, and then just park hopping. That was the best way to do park hopping. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> and we didn't have a park hopper besides that. So every other day, we we just did Magic Kingdom or we just did Epcot. But this was the day we got to go everywhere. And so that made it so much easier. And it really, to me, that was like the biggest selling point. Just made getting from park to park so easy.
0: That, that, that's what I hear. You know, I hear a few things about the VIP tours. One is that just the efficiency of the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, It's not just that day that you have the VIP guide. What it does, it takes the stress off the rest of the Mm -hmm. entire vacation. Because, you know, I'm going to get done a lot of the stuff that I want to get done with the VIP guide in a very efficient fashion. Mm -hmm. Where I don't have to stress about trying to get this or that or that done on, you know, day five, six, seven.
1: We'll probably knock that
0: out with the guide. Also, a lot of people, and this, this is true for me with Disney cruises. Like, I just love my weight staff, like, because you get mm-hmm. to kind of know them through the dinners. And when you get that kind yeah. of intimate relationship, did you guys feel that your, uh, your oh, yeah. VIP tour guide was, was somebody that really uh, impressed you?
1: We did. So her name was Annie, and my kids just absolutely fell in love with her. <laughs> they, she was, like, their best friend that whole day. And we really did. Like, we got to know her. We chatted a bunch. She gave... I told her I'm such a huge Disney nerd. So she gave us all the behind the scenes tips and history and little, you know, behind the scenes stories about the parks. Um, and it was also fun going with her because I am the the planner of our group. I usually plan out which lightning lanes and genie plus we should do and when. It was so nice just to have her do that for me. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have to plan anything. And the other fun thing was she planned it totally differently than I would have. You know, I usually go one direction in Magic Kingdom. She went the other way. And the way she planned it just worked out so well. And I never would have thought of that on my own because I'm so used to doing it a different way. So it was really nice having that different perspective.
0: That's cool. That's super good. Because I've never yeah. done one. But we've, we've always toyed with it, right? Because you can have like X amount of people. And so we've said like the foresters, the gardeners, and the Rawmans wow. all need to get together and like for one day get a VIP tour guide, you know, just split the cost yeah. between all of us. We haven't done it yet, but we're we're considering it. So yeah, it
1: was pretty awesome. So
0: what's the pre like? Okay, they pick you up obviously that morning Mm -hmm. when it's time to go. But like, what kind of contact do you have to kind of set this up? Do they reach out to you? What what was that like?
1: Yeah, so um, we had talked on the phone with them, and so we give them kind of our game plan, which parks we want to go to, and then also what rides our priorities are, and then we also could email back and forth. And so there were times where we would email and just ask, like, oh, do you think we could fit this in, too? Or what park order do you think we should go in? So it was nice that we could email back and forth and you know throw some ideas out there leading up to our trip.
0: Did you get everything in, though, that you were hoping to for that day? Or did, did you uh, did it we fall short? Or...
1: Yeah, the only thing we couldn't get into was Ratatouille. And that's because the ride was down as soon as we got there. But <laughs> the, the nice thing was they gave us a, a lightning lane to use at any time during our whole trip. So it was like this freebie that we could use all week. Um, so the next time we went to Epcot, we could use it. So that was nice.
0: Cool. Okay, so let, let's talk about times in the theme parks um, outside of the time of the VIP tour guide, which is... <laughs> that I mean, that's awesome. But uh, for, for the kids, what were yeah. maybe favorite theme park besides the pool? Um, and maybe favorite experiences on attractions? Because you said they're five and seven. That's like mm. prime age. What Oh, they yeah. Think?
1: It was so fun. So I think um at the time we went the character meet and greets were still distanced which i was disappointed about because i know what it's like to hug the characters Mm -hmm. they're too young to remember that but the thing that was nice was all the talking characters like all the princesses and then all the um like we met the stepsisters from cinderella they had the sweetest conversations with my daughters and the memory that stands out to me the most was when we met cinderella's stepsisters outside the castle and they were just joking with my daughters and going back and forth with this really funny banter and it was just my daughters and them talking for the longest time and it was the sweetest moment and my daughters left thinking like they're not evil stepsisters they're so funny like they thought they were just hilarious um so just like the character interactions were just so sweet even though we couldn't hug they were still super sweet and then as far as their favorite rides they loved Rise of the Resistance, right? Really? They got I mean, super they, they into it. Seem,
0: they kind of seem young to really enjoy. They do, enjoy yeah. like I you know, they a little frightened.
1: We haven't watched Star Wars either, which is the funny thing. And so I read them some like little kid Star Wars books. They know BB-8. They love BB-8. But they've never seen the movies. And so I just kind of explained to them the backstory. <laughs> but they got so into it. Like when we got into the room with the Stormtroopers, my daughter covered her mouth and she's like, I'm not gonna tell them where the rebel base no. is and she just got so into the story and she's in
0: it, yeah. She's totally in.
1: <laughs> I loved it. And she really believed it was all real. She thought they were real stormtroopers, you know, I mean she just got totally into the story. It was
0: awesome. Oh, my gosh. When you see your kids do it. That, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's what I tell people, right? That, that's why you go as a parent, yeah. right? I mean, that's exa- I mean you know, Ricky's getting ready to find this out. Like, she's yes. gone a million times and, awesome. you know, bought every purple thing at Epcot and, you know, the Imagination Pavilion. But now, you know now over the next decade you're going to see why it's oh, so yeah. addictive because when you get that moment with your kid right like yeah. i'm not telling them they are going to put me in a oh, cell yes. and they're <laughs> going to try to interrogate me and i don't care if kylo ren cuts a hole in the wall <laughs> i am not giving it up and it's exactly. like that's why we come here and that is parent. that's awesome uh, yeah, it was so, pure magic. <laughs> I, I love that. It really shocks me, though, that they liked it, because that young, I thought they'd be kind of... Fr- especially I thought if they me know. I mean, Especially if you don't even know the Star Wars story, because yeah. I mean, if you just see stormtroopers like with no context, like as right. many as there are in that room, I'd be like, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Are these ghosts or what? Okay, so you said Reddit, too, it was down during the VIP tour, uh, mm-hmm. tour but you got to do it later. Was right. it worth the wait? Did everybody enjoy that?
1: So that was one where... I actually got motion sick on, so I could not look. I had to take off my 3D glasses. I couldn't handle it. But my kids loved it. They thought it was so fun. They were laughing the whole time. They wanted to do it again. And I was thinking, I'm not doing that again. you <laughs> we'll have to go without me next time. But they thought it was so fun. They loved the story behind it and how you. they felt little, you know, yeah. and everything was so big. Yeah.
0: And I love it says your oldest daughter, one of her favorite attractions. <laughs> Classic attraction. Yes. Good kid tiki room i mean come she on now love the that. Tiki
1: room. Oh, and it's funny because i remember it from when i was a kid you know because um, that's been there i don't know if it's been there since the park opened it's one of the original attractions i think but my daughter loved it so every time we were at magic kingdom we had to do the tiki room and she would get up and she'd start singing and dancing the song that was something and she still remembers the song today like she'll still sing it
0: <laughs> so did, did you guys do carousel progress as well
1: we did, and my kids like okay, that I was one gonna too. Because
0: like my daughters both like loved Carousel of Progress <laughs> yes. at that age, and still do. Like they still sing the song because it's I when you it. when I saw a Tiki Room here, I'm like, that's my daughter's. Except it's yes. Carousel of Progress, right? Yeah. It's a classic attraction. It's like not exciting, you know, but it's awesome. But you know, you wouldn't think a kid would say that's their favorite. Exactly. But yeah, it, it's, I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder if they like Carousel of Progress they too. Did. It's it's they did similar, and they like the songs from it too. Same. And I it's think the song. they're
1: still young enough; they thought they were like real characters, you know, instead of animatronics. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they totally love Carousel of Progress too.
0: Yeah, your your kids are awesome. I love it. You Got to <laughs> tell them that. That's very cool. Okay, so let's talk dining. Let's shift gears here for a little bit. Yeah. You had some pretty cool meals. So out of you gave me a list of, oh, my gosh, I can't even oh, look at these. They're so good. <laughs> but uh, point out a couple of the highlights of, of these awesome meals that you had while you're down there.
1: Yeah. So this was that trip that we have been saving up for for so long. And my must-do list just, like, kept growing. I'm like, yeah. this is going to be the trip where we do everything.
0: Everybody gets it. That's that's yes. every Disney fan. It's like oh, yeah. we, we come here so we can just empower each other. Yeah. One more ADR. you not going to hurt mm-hmm. anybody. Go for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I was one of those people I had. All the different apps that give you the dining alerts. Yeah. You know, I was on there checking, trying to, you know, it's <laughs> schedule all my
0: reservations. It's meant to be. If I get an alert and it's available, that yes. means God's telling me <laughs> I gotta go to Ohana.
1: <laughs> and so, one of my favorites was Cinderella's castle, and I'd never eaten there before, so that was my first time, and we loved it. We thought it was great, and I think right when we went is when Cinderella came back, so we were able to meet Cinderella at the castle. Um, and I just thought the food was really good. And the kids' meal was cute. They had, I think it was like decorate your own cupcakes that so came with this whole little tray for the kids to play with. So it was really nice. Um, and then my kids loved Topolino's and um, Chef Mickey's, right? And, again, it was one of those things where I was sad they couldn't hug the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they <laughs> didn't know. I mean, they had no idea. And so they were just talking to Mickey and waving and jumping up and down. They were just so excited, you know? So those were really cute. Yeah. Um, we did the sci fi dine in Hollywood Studios. Okay,
0: this is a running joke now at this point on the show. And every person comes on Monday, eats at sci fi. I have not been able to get an ADR there for like three years. I've i I'm dying to eat at this place. Is i hard love to it. Get. I cannot get in there. <laughs> every person comes on like, yeah, I ate at sci fi. I'm like, This is why I can't get in. Everybody I'll, every listener gets in, but me. So what was it? was it what you hoped? I mean, I, it's you know, it's not great food. Yeah. It's good food. So, it's just a comfort food kind of thing. Burger fries for us, shakes. um,
1: my husband and I we ate there on our honeymoon. Ah, nice. And so he had, I had gone there before. Um, for the kids, though, um, funny enough, they were actually scared of the sci-fi movies. So they just show, like, little previews of these films, and they're all black and white yeah. from, like, the 50s. I find them funny. But they were scared, and okay, I felt bad. Not scared of
0: Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> scared of sci-fi. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> and it was really dark in there, and so I think... Um, I don't know if just sitting in the dark kind of freaked him out. I don't know, but they didn't love it. Oh, <laughs> I man. liked it, but my it was not my kid's favorite. <laughs> I mean, th- think about
0: how foreign a drive-in theater is to a, to a <laughs> five and a seven-year-old. Like, wait, what? Why, why are we, like, in a car and yeah. sitting outside and watching? There's no color on those movies. What, yeah, what's going on? They did not on? get it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, man, what a bummer. Also, you guys had Ohana. Did you have dinner, breakfast? Yes. What did you have over there?
1: So we did breakfast, and that was also my first time eating at Ohana, and I loved it. We had one of the best seats that was right by the window overlooking the pool and the Seven Seas Lagoon. The food was amazing. Um, My kids ordered these drinks that came with flowers and the server was like, oh yeah, they're edible flowers. You can eat them. And my kids were like, what? That's amazing.
0: I, you say that, that is triggered a memory. I think when we went there a long, long time ago, the same thing. Like one of my kids had a, and yeah. I swore that thing was not edible, but.
1: That's what we were questioning. We're it like, didn't really? look you didn't like it that? was, but
0: I know. And she <laughs> took a big bite out of it. I'm like, I yeah. think he was playing. Like I was told, I was like, I, I don't think you're. Cause you know, like it was one of those waiters. He was kind of had like a dry yeah. sense of humor. I'm like, I mean, like she took a bite out of it. I'm like, I, I, I don't know if you should <laughs> swallow that. Like. I think he's joking, but like we it was were, like gone. I'm like, well, we're going to we find out. We were thinking out. the
1: same thing. <laughs> and my husband's like, that's not a real flower, is it? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> that's
0: exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a liability if you're telling everybody in this right. restaurant you can eat the, <laughs> the plastic, but whatever. Yeah, so I do like breakfast over there. That's a, to me, that's a great meal. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite breakfasts anywhere on property is uh, Ohana breakfast. Uh, You guys also did uh, Crystal Palace, which was pre-obviously the characters coming back and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. But I've eaten there, uh, you know, post-COVID before all the the characters came back and I really enjoyed that meal when we were over there.
1: Yeah, we enjoyed that one. Um, And my daughter's favorite character is Piglet. And so we were a little sad we couldn't give Piglet a hug. But, yeah, my kids love – buffets are great. I mean, there's always something there my kids will eat. So I always think those are a winner for sure.
0: Oh, you guys also do Beaches and Cream. Mm -hmm. Oh, rest my soul. I wish I could have that tonight. Yes.
1: That was so fun. And I think our day there was their first day where they brought – like when you do the kitchen sink and somebody orders it and they have this red flashing light and everybody cheers. I think that was the first day they brought it back since COVID. Uh, and so <laughs> we saw that happen and we were like, oh, my gosh, look at that. <laughs> it is so
0: fun. It is so fun. Really I cool. love when people because, you know, I've been solo my last couple of trips, but I I always go there because it's a good place to sit at the counter. Yeah. It's a good place to eat. solo. it's a good place to eat anytime. But if you're solo, really good because you can get a walk up if you don't have an ADR. Yeah. A lot of times it's a one. And uh, yeah, I love when people get them because you're right; they they bring it out. It was and, fun. You know, somebody starts yelling about everything that's in it. Yeah. the lights go out, down and the siren light goes on. Yeah, and then you know, I was sitting next to a family that got one because I had a regular table the last time I was there, and I told them, I'm like, I did this years ago with my family. We was two two families. We did this, and I said, let me just tell you, when that thing comes out, because I heard them order it. I'm like, you gotta get at it quick. I was like, because that thing melts so fast, and it just becomes a gooey mess. So I'm like, <laughs> get your picture, and then just tear it up, because <laughs> it, awesome. it just gets to be a mess. But yeah, those are always fun. Um, yeah, man, good dining, boy. This is this is, yeah. that was really good. So, um, you also, it looks like, got to go over to the spot, the Grand Floridian. Yes, I've been yeah, that- there once too, and it is to me, it was super fancy. <laughs>
1: It was so nice. So that was on our off day. And it was something where my sister and I had planned. So for us, it was like our little mom's getaway. So she and I left the kids with the dads. And then we went over and got pedicures. And it was just so relaxing. And it was really perfect. You know, it was halfway through our trip. um, So at that point, my feet were hurting, you know? Good call. Yeah, so doing a pedicure and just sitting and relaxing. um, And that was also just great because Again, we left the kids with the dads and then we got like this little mom getaway for a couple hours. So it was really nice. And then
0: you were gone the rest of the day. Didn't, go,
1: <laughs> didn't come back till midnight. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, <laughs> Doesn't work anymore with find my friends on your iPhone. They're like, I know where you are. I'm going to find you. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah, I did. I was given that gift uh, for my birthday for my wife. Um, after my very first full marathon in 2015, she got me a massage over at the Grand Flirting Cafe the next day on that Monday. And it it was super fancy. I was like a fish out of water because I am not a fancy person. I went in there and they're like, oh, sir, here's all this seven kinds of fancy Mm -hmm. water and here's your robe and your slip. I'm like, I thought I was getting a massage. But then when they started (laughs) giving me a massage, I was so sore. Because, like, I didn't think, you know, I thought a massage would feel great after running 26 miles, but my muscles were so sore. Oh, no. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. They're probably like, this cat can't come back here. Like, he's not meant for the Grand Flow uh, <laughs> uh, spa. Now, you were also there on St. Patrick's Day. So, this is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mid-March. So, did you see a lot of people celebrating? Because I always wonder what it's like. I've been there on Sico de Mayo, like these minor-type holidays. What, what was yeah. that Yeah.
1: Like? So, that day was fun. Um, we went to Epcot on that day. And I had bought my shirt like my kid's little green Minnie Mouse shirts cuz I thought okay let's make sure we dress you know festive. But we get to Epcot and there were just people in full on costumes like head to toe green with the Leprecons hats and the everywhere. jewelry. Yeah, <laughs> and so we were really surprised but it was just so fun. And it really was so many people. I was surprised by it but it really was a fun day to be there.
0: That's cool. Yeah. did they did they serve green beer that day i'm sure they did somewhere probably
1: i'm sure they did i don't remember yeah, I don't drink yeah beer, they just so. a lot of people dressed up yeah it was really fun that's cool
0: well man this sounds like it was a really fun trip even though it was delayed and then of course <laughs> it was delayed again at the beginning because you could not get on the plane yeah. you had to drive so it was delayed another 24 hours to get started but it sounds like once you got there and kind of got settled because i'm sure it was just kind of stressful for the first 12 hours being even on property, kind of trying to play catch up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you know, as, as we wrap the show, what would you say is like your memory now looking back on the trip four or five months later, any, any final stories from the trip or any advice you would give our listeners mm-hmm. as far as planning a big trip like this? Cause you guys waited a long time and you wanted yeah. to make it worth your while.
1: I think for this trip, you know, it was something we had waited years for <laughs> and I had planned out and I'm such a planner and I had planned out everything And then to have our flight canceled, it just really changed everything. So my biggest takeaway was try to go with the flow. Um, Plans are going to change. Things are going to get canceled. I really had to learn to adapt. And it helped because I was with my dad and my husband and they're both very laid back. Go with the flow. So it helped me stay calm. Um, So that's my biggest advice. Just be prepared for things to change. Be prepared for, you know, maybe your dining reservations get changed. You don't get the lightning lane you want. Genie Plus is not working because <laughs> sometimes Genie Plus gives you trouble. Um, so just be flexible. Try to go with the flow. Try not to plan too much. You know, it is nice having a little time off.
0: Right. Well, you know, And I think that's important that we have this show out there at this point that mm-hmm. people are hearing this because, you know, inevitably something is going to come up. And, you know, especially moving into, you know, I can't believe it's already November. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the winter season. A lot of us will be traveling, like I said, from the Midwest, from the North going down to Florida and you know, people are going to hit the same circumstance that you had. And you know, when you're sitting in the airport, you're probably thinking everything's lost. Like, right. Everything's ruined. I mean, that's exactly, ask my wife. Like I I go to the the extreme when stuff like this happens, right? Like she's like, you just go off the deep end. Like, like you lose it when stuff like this happens. She's like, it always works out in the end. And you know, this, this trip report is proof positive that even though there's like a obstacle to overcome early, the trip can still be saved. I mean, you still got to have that moment with your kid and rise of resistance and you got to be in the Tiki room. You got to have all those good meals and swim at the pool with the Pollock. I mean, it all worked out in the end, not perfectly, but I mean, it sounds like you had a really wonderful trip
1: anyhow. Exactly. Yep.
0: Yeah. So it's, Hey, I appreciate you taking the time to kick off another week with us here on the show. It's a great way to start a Monday and uh, boy, I was picturing all the meals I was picturing going around Aww. the parks with you guys and uh, I sure appreciate your time and uh, you know uh, good luck with uh, helping Ricky with uh, with the little girl here <laughs> soon she's gonna need
1: it yeah well thanks for having me I'm glad I could come on <laughs> anytime all right don't forget
0: today's show is brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs they're over at themagicforless.com Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, that one extra click really does help us out It's be our guest slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the be our guest podcast. You make all these shows possible and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us coming over, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Join me on the social media. I'd love to talk to you this week. I'm at be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter And uh, don't forget this Sunday night, Scott's going to join me. We're going to take your calls, open up the phone lines and talk Disney with you. at seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central on YouTube and Facebook. So again, join us this Sunday night for another BOGP open line. All right. We're going to get out of here and we'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions, but until then for Diana out in Edwardsville, I'm Mike here in St. Louis, you guys have a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon
1: you've been listening to the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast if you have questions comments or would like to be a guest on the show please visit our website at be thanks for listening and we'll see you real soon